Junkies. What's going on, golf addicts? Welcome to the Tour Junkies podcast. Your boy DB here. I got Pat Perry. We got a special guest interview for you tonight coming at you again. We're pretty pumped to you know be getting some, some fresh faces on the podcast this year. So I'm excited about the next guest. We'll get into that in just a second. As always, presented to you by our friends at Covers. If you like to bet on sports, Covers.com is where winning starts. They're, they're just doing it so well right now. Over 500,000 members in the Covers forum, and they've served up, up to 20 million sports bettors every single year, and it's all free. We have an article over there on Covers.com that's free with our head-to-head matchups, our top 20s, prop bets every week. Go to Covers.com. You don't have to sign up. You don't have to commit to anything. It's easy. These guys have been doing it forever. Winning starts at Covers, and Covers.com is where you need to go to start your betting process. So check them out. And we appreciate them sponsoring tonight's interview. It's going to be a fun time with a guy that, you know, if you've been listening to the Tour Junkies podcast uh, in 2021, you've heard this dude's name a couple times. Yeah, and we've kind of fought over him a little bit. I mean, we you, said, you said he was your boy. I said he was my boy. And which there was, was which yeah, he doesn't even know this. He's learning all this right now. But yeah. I mean, you know, I would say I was the first one to him, and I'm pretty sure the Tour Junkies Nation would uh, would let you know that, Pat. And then and then you kind of jumped on the bandwagon, which is you know you tend to do that. You, you do that a lot. Yeah. I feel like you're doing that with somebody else right now on tour, but I can't think of who. But anyway, guys had a great year, great great uh, season on the PJ Tour, and um, you know it, we can't we don't usually have Georgia Tech graduates on, but you know but I honestly think we both kind of started liking him before we knew he went to Tech honestly. Uh, but anyway, without further ado, we're going to bring in uh, this this next guest here, the Tour Junkies native area. It's Mr. Vincent Whaley, or Vince Whaley. What's up, dude? Thanks for joining us. Yeah, how you guys doing? Good, man. Good. Um, now, Vince, young guy, all right, way younger than, than Pat, um, is Georgia Tech grad, as we mentioned. Vince, did you know that we've been, that we kind of fought over you this year? Did you know that? I did not. I think I got, like, one thing on Twitter once about, uh, you guys saying something but that was about it that was a, that was a great little great little spiel it's good to know yeah man i mean listen you know you look like a giant out there on the pga tour compared to all those other guys i know you're only like i mean you're six two which is still tall but um you just you tower over the guys out there you hit it a long way you got a sweet swing vince do you know that do you know that about yourself yeah uh, not really i feel like some days it's sweet some days it's not so sweet so. Yeah, you know, we were kind of drawn to you. Went on a nice little run there from like February through May or something. And um, you know, we're a betting show. We're a DraftKings show. We're a betting show. We're not going to talk a lot about that tonight, but um, but that's what we do week to week, right? And you were you were, you were just. Did you ever pay attention to those things? Did you ever catch anybody talking about your DraftKings price or your odds or something like that? Did you ever hear anything like that? Your buddies? Yeah. So I actually I love DraftKings. First of all, I always uh, I did a lot of like basketball and football back in the day lost a lot of money to be honest with you but i still like i look at the golf stuff obviously i can't bet on it you know but i i still enjoy like looking at it and looking at my own like i just keep scrolling down until i can find myself (laughs) down there like six thousand. but no i i I keep up with it a little bit i think it's cool did you um do you have a picture i don't even know do you have a picture yet i don't think think i've been uh blessed with a picture yet that's when you know you've made it so i'm still Uh, we need to work on that that. so vince i want to talk about your time in georgia tech to start off Okay. okay. Georgia Tech. Okay. How did you get there from Texas? Because you grew up Texas. You played with like you grew up playing with Spieth and Scheffler, right? Yep. And Scheffler's one of your boys. Very much so, yeah. Good buddy. I love Scotty Scheffler. Yet another guy that I really like and Pat just usually doesn't. So 
Yeah. That is total <laughs> BS. That is not true. Yeah, it is kind of true, Pat. You know, anyway. Scheffler won me twenty thousand dollars this year. What are you talking about? That's pretty good. Okay. Well, so I had to throw that in. If you're gonna if you're gonna say that, I got to throw that in. But anyway, okay. go ahead. That gets you back to, to zero. Um, all right, <laughs> so right. Georgia Tech, how did you get to Georgia Tech from Texas and talk about like growing up playing to golf in Texas and like, and then getting to, to Atlanta and Georgia Tech? Yeah, so Georgia Tech was kind of just, it was really uh, random, to be honest with you. I was, dry, I was playing a tournament in uh, Florida, so we actually drove me and my parents from Texas to uh, this tournament in Florida. It was like the, whatever, junior player or something. And we just like went through Atlanta and I just texted the, or I emailed the coach, whatever, said we're coming through Georgia Tech coaches because I found out it was in Atlanta on the way. And when I was like, yeah, go check it out. Uh, first time I went there, to be honest with you, I didn't like it. I didn't like like the city feel, anything about it really. And I, I really was like going to go to Florida the whole time. And then, oh, God, that you know, this is just, this is too bad. Wow. This is the decision but, uh, making right now. Yeah. But, <laughs> You know, Coach Heffler, he's a great coach. He he told me, you know, all all the success his players have had, not necessarily in college, but making it onto the PGA Tour was very, uh, I guess, enticing. And he said he'd never had a player from Texas not make it on the PGA Tour, which is just, you know, a random fact. But I'm like, oh, oh, wow. okay. So I'll keep it going. And, uh, yeah, it worked out. I enjoyed it. But then as far as, like, growing up in Texas, I just – the strangest thing for me now, like, looking back, is I just never felt like I was that good. Um, compared to like just the guys in my neighborhood, you know, but it turns out those guys are like Will Salator, Scotty Scheffler, <laughs> just like these world beaters. So, yeah. uh, you know, that was probably the most interesting thing about growing up there. Golly. Did you not, did you not notice that Athens, Georgia is just like, I mean, if yeah. you're going between Atlanta and Gainesville, like it's, it's barely off, off the beaten path from that direction and you know they've got plenty of pga tour winners also pretty good golf program there Vince. <laughs> i mean pretty good. I, did you just kind of gloss over the fact that athens was over there so actually my best friend uh his name is branson he played uh, on my high school team we were same age grew up all the time together he, he was a uh, he committed to georgia he was a golfer there uh he committed like his freshman year and yeah i, I thought about it a little bit but it wasn't they had already had so many guys i was it wasn't it wasn't gonna work yeah, I, yeah. I hear you. You know, you wanted to go to Tech, be a big fish in a little pond. I get it. You know, something like that makes a lot of sense. Um, you know, I saw something, dude. I was kind of stalking your uh, your Georgia Tech stuff, man, and I found this. Um, you know, I've, I found you know I found like your uh, I guess your profile at Tech. You know, they they had asked you some questions, but one of them really, really kind of caught my eye, Vince. Oh boy! It said it said what. What is Vince's Vince's uh, biggest celebrity crush? And my my res, your response, I you know I feel like I know the answer, but I, I want to make sure we're clear on this. You said Holly Saunders, Vince, and I want to know: was it Holly Saunders pre looking like looking like this, or <laughs> or was it was it after that? And if you say after, and you're being honest, it's okay. It's okay. I just want to. I just want. I just want to know. I don't know. I don't remember the time frame on that. I don't remember anything about that. <laughs> you don't remember answering the question, do you? <laughs> I, I, uh, I guess I just, you know, certain features grew me to her, and I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Probably wasn't looking at that. Uh, she, yeah, you weren't looking at the Will Smith uh, hitch. Yeah, I mean, pre-hitch pre days, she was, she was pretty good. She was oh, pretty good. Yeah, I think sure. back in the day. I'm sure that was a while ago, yeah. I just wanted to make sure because it's not something you read today. You know, in 2021, you don't read 
And I, no, I realized no. I was looking back at an old website, but just for a second, I kind of went, whoa. That's funny. That's funny. I didn't know I said that. That's good. Did, did Cooch ever come back and, and visit and give y'all like a pep talk before a, a big, big match, big tournament? Uh, Cooch, we'd only really see once a year, and that was in Hawaii. He was always over there with like family vacation, kind of in the mm-hmm. February time frame. It was always our first event in the spring. So we'd go over there, and that was about all the Cooch time we got. We'd make our, you know, $20 donation to Cooch. He'd, he'd pick us around a little bit, make a million birdies, and see him next year. What? Uh, how does it feel to have Stuart Sink, like, uh, basically having his, you know, he's like a senior citizen, like, I'll drive even you right now. It's amazing, man. We played during COVID. We kind of, me and him started a little thing up. We played, you know, a lot, two, three times a week, every week for, for a while, and he was killing us, man. I mean, I didn't like know Stu very well before that. And it's just like this old guy is just, I mean, he's just putting up 62 after 62 out here at these courses. And I'm like, you know, is this guy always do this or how does this work? And yeah. yeah, he just kept it rolling. And it really wasn't surprising to me when I saw the success he ended up having the rest of that year, but it was, uh, yeah, it was amazing. You got a, you got a, would you get a business administration degree or something out of Georgia tech? I did a finance degree. Yeah. Finance degree. Of course you did, you know, white male, swoopy hairstyle, Georgia Tech, you know, we get it. Um, but I also saw something else on your Georgia Tech profile that, that also, you know, made me raise, raise a little bit of an eyebrow. And maybe, like the Holly Sanders thing, it could be a, a big Georgia Tech farce with Vince, yeah. Vince Bailey's profile. And that is that uh, in your spare time, your hobbies include um, poker, which is cool, love, love that, but, all, but card counting specifically was in that profile. Now, I would love to hear more about that. This is a gambling show, so that, that would be great to hear about. Yeah, so we uh, we were taking a little trip to Puerto Rico, and we had just watched that uh, 21 movie. I'm pretty yep. sure, mm-hmm. like, for that interview, and me and some buddies were just like, oh, we're going to figure out this system. So I was, <laughs> man, I was reading books and trying to do Were you whole... really? Oh, yeah. And I mean, I got pretty good at it, but I mean, it's just, it's a different world when you walk in that casino and you, like, think you have any chance of, keeping up with those five decks that are getting shuffled around all the time is there's no way. So the card counting career was kind of short lived. It I was, was very for, short lived. You, you yeah. discovered very soon that you were not rain man. Very. Rain, yeah. It was not, but you know, I mean, it's way easier than doesn't movies. even know what that is, Pat. Yeah, that's probably, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was really hoping for some story of you and your buddies going to Vegas and clearing clearing some. No, some gosh, I wish that was that's what we thought were gonna gonna happen. Pan out that way. I, I kind of want to do a role reversal on this show. I want Trust you me. to ask Pat a question, okay? And I'm gonna give you a little bit of time to think about it, so you don't have to do this right now. But you're a finance guy, big Georgia Tech finance guy. You love all that. You love the stock market. Um, you know, I don't know if you're a crypto guy. We'll get into that. But Pat, in his real job. Believe it or not, he does not do tour junkies full time. Uh, in his real job, he's a financial advisor. Really? Which scares the hell out of me. Okay. And I've known Pat <laughs> for six years. I, so I scare the hell out of you even more after whatever we're about to happen. <laughs> that's what I'm hoping for. I'm actually hoping. Whatever's about to happen here. So I, I want Vince Whaley to like, you know, go back to his Georgia Tech days, right? And, and all your finance classes or whatever. And I want you to ask Pat a finance question, you know, like finance guy to finance guy. You know, just a couple white males, you know, asking some finance <laughs> questions. I want you to ask him a question that, like, you know, a finance guy, like, a, you just know, like, a finance guy just knows this, right? So, I, you know, you can, you can be thinking about it here for a second. We'll get into some, some more softballs. But when you got it, I want you to, I want you to throw it out there to Pat. And I just want to see if he'll, if he can get it. I want to see if he'll get it right. And All if right, he doesn't, something here. 
then we're gonna we're gonna humiliate him. Um, <laughs> I don't like this at all. Are, so speaking of that, are you a crypto guy, Vince? Uh, no, really. I mean, I have a, a very little a bit invested in crypto. I've just never. I don't know. I'm not not totally sold on it. I guess I see the utility to some extent. It just seems awfully volatile. Oh yeah. Oh. oh yeah, it is very volatile. Um so but are you like so going to like the stock market side of things, that interests you a lot, huh? Yeah, definitely. I you follow track that. it daily and do do all that stuff? Oh yeah, definitely. Nice. Uh you got any hot stock tips for us? This is not financial advice. No, I mean not really. I just think it's just all the all the big companies you hear about, you hear about them for a reason, you know. I'm mm-hmm. I'm big on the I love anything in the tech space, the fangs, the semis. I mean, yeah, I'm just oh, I love big, semi, big companies. Yeah. yeah, I love a good semi, man. Uh, I mean, Holly Saunders before was a definite semi. <laughs> exactly. um, what about, uh, what about, um, well, no, I guess I won't, I won't, I won't ask you that. Uh, I don't want to press you too much on the finance stuff. We get in trouble. Um. Man, so no crypto, really, huh? You're not believing it. Okay, I got a little Ethereum and a little Bitcoin, but not enough to change my life in any way. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ethereum. That gets me going. You big crypto guys? I yeah. am not really. I am, but I don't know why. I'm just I'm just going in it. I'm just diving in there head first. All the volatility, give it to me. Um, yeah, we've got like a little crypto community within the Tour Junkies crowd that it's kind of got me into it. So um, amazing. Yeah. You got the people behind it. I'll give it that. Yeah, man. We know how to pump it, right? Pump it and dump it. I mentioned that run that you went on in February, like starting in February through May. Uh, you know, that's when we were like starting to kind of see, like, okay, this Vince, this Vince Whaley guy, you know, he's like 6,400 on DraftKings, you know, his top 20 numbers, this or his, you know, we started kind of paying attention. Like, what, what for you was clicking in? you know, in that time frame, um, that, that you feel like, you know, could you point to it as to like, what, what was clicking in the game to like be so consistent week after week like that? Yeah. I'll be honest with you. I, I'm pretty, I consistently drive it pretty well and putt pretty well. And it's just, it's how my irons are, you know, it's how my scoring clubs are. If I'm, if I'm hitting the pole and it's missing the green and I'm making bogeys, I'm not playing very good. And then if I can kind of figure out how to hit the greens, I'm doing all right. And I, yeah, it's just a little stretch where I was, I was doing just a little bit better on hitting the irons a little closer. And, you know, it was, it was pretty, that stretch was honestly pretty upsetting, if anything, because I feel like I was starting to play some really good golf. And I, I feel like I was finishing 25th every single week. Yeah. And I just couldn't like crack that yeah. couple of shots to get there and get some bigger finishes. So that was honestly a pretty frustrating time. Um, but, yeah, I guess I had some good in it. So far, um, you know, with the courses you've played on tour, um, you know, early in your career, obviously, what are maybe two or three of your favorite courses so far? And then, you know, looking into 2022, what are your, you know, your goals uh, for, for 2022? Yeah, favorite courses. Well, I I would not describe myself as like a Palm Springs player. I need some elements out there to help me get a little uh, a little tighter to the top. So any courses I love, like the the Island Tour, I play on most of the time over there. I I enjoy the Island Tour. I enjoy the wind, the conditions. So anything like that. But as far as you know, just regular, I love the golf course Pebble Beach is my number one for sure. And 
any I love that, you know, Tori, uh I mean there's every course we play every week's amazing. Sneaky, I, I love Tampa. Um, I was really surprised how much I liked that course. I think Valspar or whatever. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yep. Are you a so you talked about, you know, putting being a strength of yours. Like would you say there's a certain putting surface that's something we look at every week. It's like, okay, what putting surface are we on? What kind of guys tend to click on Bermuda versus Poa versus Bent versus whatever? Like, are you, do you see yourself as more of a Bermuda guy or like, is there a, a surface you're more comfortable with or a surface that you just, you, you're, you don't like, you don't enjoy seeing? Yeah. It's not necessarily like strictly bent or Bermuda, you know, cause it's, it's such a, there's so many different variations and it's just week to week. It's really how you're reading greens. Like it's, you know, these greens are in such good shape. It doesn't really matter what they are. It's just some weeks I feel like I can read them a little better. Some weeks I can't. It's, uh, I enjoy really fast greens like Sanderson Farms. I love putting out there. I've always putted good. I like the courses where, you know, you have a 50-footer and you just kind of, if it's starting to track at the hole, it can get in, get there and go in. Yeah. So the faster, the better. So Do you like find it. it easier to read the greens if they're like a grainy Bermuda or something like that, or it doesn't really matter still? Uh, I mean, to an extent. Uh, but, you know, the slower they are, that's the harder I have, like, judging the speed. I like when there's lightning kind of. I know every putt's kind of dying at the hole. That's how it's the easiest to continually read them. You know, you get to a course like Punicana where it's so grainy, it's it's tough to judge that speed on just an uphill little putt. Yeah. Different. What about, so you talked about, you know, you love hitting, I'm assuming you, you love hitting driver, right? Off the tee, like that's what you want to do. Um, Definitely. But like you being a longer hitter, um, how do you approach, or or do you, when you come to a golf course where maybe driver's limited a little bit and it, and it's making you scale it back off the tee, maybe it's a three wood, maybe it's a driving iron. I don't know. Does, does that kind of take a little wind out of your sails or do you kind of embrace that because you know that there's going to be other guys hitting driver still, and you're going to be able to hit a two iron into those fairways or a three wood or whatever that is. Yeah. I mean, honestly, it's just week to week. It's just, I don't really know what I'm going to get as far as like how I'm hitting, how I'm hitting the ball. So, <laughs> You know, some weeks that works out just fine. It's I, I haven't necessarily felt like if I go to a course like that, I'm going to struggle. Yeah. Some weeks I am driving it bad just because I drive it good most of the time. doesn't mean, I, you know, I get to a course like Houston this week where it's all drivers and I could, you know, drive it terribly. So I haven't necessarily found that. Do you ever feel like you know when it's coming? Like, like, can you, is there an indicator of like, all right, the irons are getting there. Like, I can feel it, but this is about to get good. Uh, I mean, to an extent, yeah, you kind of, I mean, ebbs and flows, you know, ebbs and flows in golf in general, but, uh, the courses where I'm hitting, you know, the least amount of, I'd say six irons and up the entire week, I'm probably going to play my best. I, I can wedge it. I can always, you know, figure out how to hit a wedge in there pretty close and the lower irons, you know, it's just courses like this where I'm hitting four irons all day. It's just, we'll see what I got. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. So who's your who's your caddy? How did you guys connect, and and how's that relationship going? Yeah, my caddy's one of my best buddies. He uh, we played yep. at Georgia Tech together. He's his name is Michael Hines. Yeah, yeah, we've been together. He caddied for another one of our teammates, Andrews Albertson, his rookie year on tour, I guess mm-hmm. three years ago or so. And yeah, now he's been with me since. Nice. Do you uh, do you have your finance question yet for Pat? I'll check in here. <laughs> I'm trying to think of one. I don't know what to give him. <laughs> You can Google it real quick. We'll edit this part out if you need to. Um, need to find something. Yeah, you, you got You got to hit Pat with something. Uh, you're a big basketball guy too. Big basketball fan. Yeah, I mean, I love the NBA, and I love, uh, I love just like 
you know, pickup basketball, really. Yeah. Just shooting. I love shooting. Just going out there and just shooting threes. It is fun, too. Uh, I like I like to do that. Uh, who's your team in the NBA? You follow anybody in particular, or you just draft Kings NBA? I just follow players, honestly. Like, I, yeah, I mean, I can watch Steph play anybody, you know, just yeah. watching someone like that or, you know, Damian Lillard, just anyone just that is amazing at the game is so much fun to watch, especially basketball. You had a chance to meet any of those guys? I mean, like, it, I feel like so many big stars in the NBA right now are kind of latching on to golf, I think. I mean, obviously, MJ started it, but I think Steph's kind of carried the mantle here lately. I, you're seeing a yeah. lot of these stars starting to get into golf. Have you had a chance to meet or play with Yeah, we guys? had not any, like, current guys. We had Charles Barkley and uh, Shaq out at Golf Club of Georgia. I guess they're TNT things around that area. And uh, some other guys, I've, older players I've met up there, but not not really any current ones. I saw Steph at Napa once, but, you know, he was doing his thing. Yeah. So, uh, but, yeah. That'd be awesome. What about uh, like when you got on when you got your PGA Tour card, and you were heading out to the tour? Like, was there anything like anybody you were super excited to meet, or or um, any interesting stories about first impressions, or maybe like impressions that you that you had about somebody that were changed after meeting them, or just kind of some surprises out there on tour in terms of guys or personalities or anything like that? I mean, I was excited to meet everyone. You know, you grew up just watching golf and just seeing all these guys. I mean, it was, yeah, it was a bit of a whirlwind when you get out there and you're supposed to, like, play against these people. But, uh, no, I mean, you know, nothing really stands out to me. I mean, I I didn't say a word to Tiger first time I saw him. I just, you know, I couldn't come up with anything. I'm just <laughs> walking there. I'm just like, I got nothing for this guy right now. I don't even know what to say. Yeah. Uh, but, no, I mean. Just playing with them and just seeing some of the shots, just seeing the guys really hit not perfect shots was like the biggest mm. wow factor for me. Who are the guys like on a regular week if you're out there that you're you're going to dinner with or you're playing practice rounds with or whatever? Uh, a lot of guys like you, I feel like it's like your graduating class. You know, you come off whatever the corn fairy. It's, those guys end up being like your best buddies just because you're playing the same tournaments with them. So. Scotty's obviously one of my best buddies out here, but I mean, we're basically playing a different tour at this point. You know, he's, he's doing different things, unfortunately, which I'm trying to get to, but yeah, Michael Gligic and one of my other good buddies I played the Zurich with and yeah, guys from that. You know, we're, we're based out of Augusta, Georgia, born and raised out of Augusta and based out of Augusta, um, right, right down the interstate from you. And you get to play Augusta national as a, as a member of Georgia tech, I believe, right? We did. Yeah. How, how many times you could play it every year, and how was that? Yeah, we played every year except for that year with the ice storm. They lost the Eisenhower tree. Um, yeah, it was great. Yeah, I mean, it was. We play it in like the middle of February, and it's the hardest golf course ever. Yeah, you know, you're, you know, driver four iron into the first hole, and you're like, this doesn't seem right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, my my best story about there was I got food poisoning from Waffle House one morning my senior year. Ah. I barely made it through the round. I was throwing. I threw up all over the 16th, uh, 17th, 18th uh, hole. Am I playing? The the member just has, I mean, he just has no idea this is going on. He's just hugging me after the round. Didn't hit a shot the whole day. Just walked with us. And I was just like, this is terrible. Did that so ruin Waffle House for you forever? Uh, I mean, for a solid, like, three years, I'd say. I did not go back to Waffle House. I was, yeah, that's disappointing. Yeah. Well, I don't think it was the Augusta National snacks I was having, so I'd like to blame. No, I'm sure. It was. No, no, I'm sure it was Waffle House. Yeah, yeah. 
When yeah. when did you have that Waffle House? Was it like two in the you morning know, Waffle House? Yeah, no, like no, this is no. an actual Waffle House. Meal? I've had I've had that kind of food poisoning a few <laughs> times too. But no, this was eight a.m. about two hours before we teed off, and it, making the turn, I was done. Oh uh, yeah, something made a turn. All right, <laughs> I, I have never thrown up as a result of Waffle House, but after the Kevin Kisner Foundation event, I yes, did throw up I, I in a Waffle House parking lot. Free Waffle House. <laughs> Pat remembers that. Um, yes. Did you have Did you have any uh, interesting caddy experiences out there at Augusta? Um, I mean, Do you honestly, your caddies? I don't necessarily remember like caddies' names or anything, though. But uh, I mean, they were looking back. Like you go out there, you know, you're like these guys have no idea what they're talking about. They're telling you it's six cups left, six feet left, and they're spot on. You don't know anything out there. Like that is not not the place you walk out and just can use your eye and know what's going on. Yeah, I feel like Augusta. I mean, a guy that hits it a long way that putts well. I mean, that I feel like you got to look at that place and and just be like, man, if I can get there, you know, I think I could do well, right? <laughs> Absolutely, I'd love to give it a shot. You know? Yeah. Well, I know you would, but I mean, like, you are a guy who, like, you're the prototype for a player that could that could do it out there. You get your 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 irons dialed in, wedges dialed in, and with the driver being a weapon out there, like it is, and and you know, if you got touch on the greens, I think that's pretty. I think that's the recipe, right? Yeah, I think I could. I think I could do all right. So if they just, you know, give me a little invite, I'll I'll see how I can do. Um, we'll work on that, Vince. We'll, we'll yeah. work. On that, okay? <laughs> yeah. So you mentioned Pebble. So give me like. Give me like three courses where you look at and go, this is a golf course where I could see myself. I could, if I was going to, if I was going to bet money on it, I would, I would bet that my first PJ tour victory comes at one of these three places. Um, well, I wouldn't say Pebble is one of them. I just I love it. just love it. I would, I would say, uh, colonial. I really, really love that place. Innisbrook. Um, Whale Hollow too. I really like Whale Hollow. Mm-hmm. Yep, another driver, driver course. So I, it's kind of making me think that the harder courses and the harder mm-hmm. setups are what you you yeah. really want. That's what you thrive on, not not the easier setups. It would would you, like a John Deere or something like that. Yeah, I don't know yeah, exactly. Harder the better, more drivers the better. Yeah, you uh so- seem like a good U.S. Open player too, maybe. Get get you in a U.S. Open too. I was close to close to getting in this year. Didn't quite get it done, but yeah, I'd love to. Tory's another one. I feel like I could really do well at, and I have I've missed a cut both times I've been out there. So one of those things. Yeah. Um. Uh. I was like, I was gonna ask about like the pro am vibe. Do you do you like the pro am style courses? Like, I mean, you mentioned Pebble, but is that does that kind of like put a damper on things for you? Oh, I mean, having to deal with that. It's not. It's not like the worst thing in the world because it's pebble. I mean, it's a super. You're playing with someone super interesting, you know, super successful. And just yeah. I love like you know I, I love books about like just biographies, anything like that. I love learning about people's lives that are you know kind of uber successful like that. So these guys are the same way. So it, I don't really mind it that much. But like a pro am in general, it, it's not the greatest thing in the world. All right, Vince, you got your uh, you got your finance question for Pat. Come on, man, you gotta have some. Uh, I mean, I mean. Just maybe give me an equation. You got like, oh god, <laughs> calculate some free cash flow, some future oh, value. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. no, I have nothing on calculation. You can't calculate free cash flow, dude. 
I didn't. I didn't. I didn't want to answer any calculating any question involving calculations. What? All right, talk to me about the inflation, inflationary pressures on the U.S. right now. Well, we do have some inflationary pressures right now. You know, we get. By the way, the the consumer price index number comes out tomorrow, uh, which there's expected to be some uh, an increase of 0.6 percent uh, in the inflation. Okay, now. Here's what I'll say about inflation. It's already priced into the market. Okay. Everybody knows we're sure. in the middle of inflation right now, right? Everybody knows it. They can see it in like not only at the gas pump, because that's where everybody talks about it first, but everywhere else. You go buy a steak. Okay. Inflation is is there. It's already priced in. The market already, they already have figured it out. They they know about it. That's why we're still getting an increase in the market regardless of inflation. Everybody's talking about it already. Hmm. And you know what? Here's the thing. Earnings are good. Listen, how about this? Out of, out of the 500 companies in the S&P 500, 489 have reported so far for the third quarter earnings. Over 80% have, report, have beat earnings. Okay? Over 80%. So look, market's still going to keep trucking along. Where else are you going to put your money? You going to sit in a money market or something like that? No. Nope. There's, you're not getting any Period. value out. Yeah, we're not doing crypto. I mean, I mean this, this is a podcast right here. I'd listen to this. Vince is already talking about he's not into the crypto. So uh, look, I, look, I think inflation is is a deal. It's something we need to we need to be paying attention to. But I don't think it's going to be. You're not too worried about. It. You're not selling the tech. Not selling the tech names because of some inflation. No way. Not right now. It. Does your Does your girlfriend travel a lot with you? Or are you kind of on your own. Like, what are you doing when you're when you got downtime? Yeah, I'm watching a lot of Netflix yeah. and stuff like that. I watch a lot of NFL and about it. Yeah, she doesn't travel a whole lot. She got a full time job. So, what? What? Um. Well, Pat kind of cut you off. So, what's your Netflix go tos right now? Well, I just finished the F1 thing. Everyone been telling me watch that forever, and I was like, I'm not into racing, but that was amazing. Loved it. Um, Harry Higgs is big. He's. I mean, he's given me a list. You know this long about shows to watch so i'm just kind of going down that list but i forgot i have to look at what the next one i'm supposed to watch just to kill time i usually put on like seinfeld though it's kind of my go-to oh, right now yes yeah yes. db uh, doesn't get the seinfeld stuff i, I like that higgs should uh higgs should publish that list that'd be a good list you should put that on twitter the the harry higgs yeah. Netflix list it's um, long i mean i'm telling you it's 25 shows i don't know I've never heard of half of them. Listen, Vince, we appreciate it. We appreciate your time, man. Thanks for uh, thanks for hooking up with Tour Junkies podcast. We appreciate uh, what you're doing out there. We're following you. We're tracking you. We're turning people on to Vince Whaley, and I uh, hope you have a great, you know, 2022 rest of 2021. Get that dub, you know. Get to Augusta. Come see us. We'll go to a good. Wa- we'll take you to a fancy Waffle House, maybe. Maybe Love we'll that. take you to Waffle House in Evans. You know, get a little bit nicer experience. Um, we'd be glad to do that, man. We appreciate you coming on. Awesome. Thank you guys. I appreciate it. You got a new fan.